Starting a photo a day project is daunting, and maybe it even sounds impossible. I'm here to tell you that it's not. But before you begin a long-term project, you first need to know how it might end. Hello and welcome to Photo 365, a podcast about how to be a photographer every day. My name is Andrew Hayworth. I'm a South Carolina-based media producer and occasional photography educator, and I'm here to offer guidance, inspiration, and maybe some advice, take it with a grain of salt, on how to start and work through your own photo a day or any long-term photo project. I don't know about you, but for me, the hardest part of beginning anything is often simply taking that first step. Here's a very literal example. Maybe you're a runner. Some days it can be a struggle to pry yourself off the couch, force yourself to put the smartphone down, or get off the video games, change clothes, lace up your shoes, and take that first step onto the pavement. But once you're up and moving and the blood is flowing, it can almost be hard to stop. The same thing can happen to us as photographers. I shot quite a few weddings before I realized it wasn't really my niche. And I always recall that feeling of dread on the day of a wedding job. You show up at a location, maybe you've spent a couple hours just traveling there. And as you unpack your gear, you think about the uncertainty of the day ahead of you. Six or more hours of running around looking for photo ops in a potentially stressful environment. Just thinking about taking that first shot of the day can feel like a struggle, if not almost impossible. For me, getting that first photo out of the way, even if it was just a throwaway shot, always kicked me into gear, and then I was on cruise control for the rest of the day. The same phenomenon happens to us on projects for work and school and even around the home. It's natural to procrastinate and avoid work that seems difficult. So today we're talking about taking that first step, that first shot, that first day of shooting, on the way to completing a photo a day for a year or any sort of long-term project. But before we even entertain taking the first photo, we need to think about why we're doing it and our ultimate goals. A photo a day is a serious commitment. Maybe it even sounds impossible, but it's not. Challenging? Absolutely. But I'm here to tell you, and I know it sounds like an old cliche, but if I can do it, anyone can. Before I get ahead of myself, let me start at the beginning. In the early months of 2017, I decided to purchase a Fuji X100 camera with the intent of using it for a trip to Cuba I was planning for later that year. It seemed like the perfect travel and street photography camera. If you're not familiar with it, this is essentially a rangefinder camera with a fixed focal length lens that has a 35mm field of view. When I started learning photography many years ago, the ultimate camera always seemed to be the Leica M rangefinder with a 35mm lens. It was used by the old masters, Henri Cartier-Bresson, Gary Winogrand, Walker Evans, Man Ray Cortez, and countless others. The Fuji X100 seemed to be the modern equivalent of that, small, lightweight, fast, and discreet. Most of all, I found it an inspiring piece of gear to use, and unlike any camera I'd owned before, I just wanted to shoot with it all the time. After a weekend photo walk, I was sharing images with a fellow photographer, hi Stuart if you're out there listening, and he asked me if I'd ever considered doing a photo-a-day project. I admitted I had not. 
I always found the concept a bit of a gimmick and who has time to do something every day. I initially dismissed the challenge, but something in the back of my mind kept nagging me. What if I did shoot a photo every day? What would happen, if anything? Would I get better? Would I finally unlock my personal style, which is that constant quest I'd been on for more than 20 years at that point, and which was responsible for maybe all the insecurities I've ever had as a photographer? After all, how could I be a photographer and not understand what my own style is? Maybe this project could help me discover that. What would it feel like at the end to look back and reflect on at least 365 images taken over a course of a year? What body of work would I end up with? But how was I going to physically do it? How was I going to commit to doing this every day? The turning point was simply my realization that there are processes that we carry out on a daily basis. We all eat. We sleep. We have to feed our pets. We get up and we go to work, sometimes with long commutes. So yes, adding one more daily activity shouldn't be a big deal. So I decided to give it a shot. But first, I needed to establish some ground rules for myself. One, I opted to shoot all my images with actual cameras, no smartphones. That meant I needed to carry a camera with me at all times, not just in a case in the trunk of my car, but on the passenger seat next to me, on my desk, on the table at lunchtime in Subway, everywhere. The small X100 was perfect for this. Two, I was going to post at least one photo every day on my website, numbering each entry according to which day of the project I was on. For example, photo 23 of 365, and so on. That meant I was not only going to shoot each day, but process and post images that same day, unless I was out of town and didn't have access to my computer. For example, on a vacation. Three, the project images couldn't just be throwaway shots. They had to be something good enough I could submit to a publication, or print and hang on a wall, or use in a photo series. Essentially, they needed to have some artistic merit. Four, it wasn't enough to just post a photo every day. My first day out, I came back with a dozen shots I loved, but they only counted for that first day. I couldn't spread them out posting one every day for two weeks. Nope, I was going to create original images every day. So there are two takeaways I want to highlight in this episode that I believe are key to starting and ultimately ending a long-term project like a photo a day. For starters, you have to visualize the ending before you can begin. Before I'd taken a single shot or laid out the rules for my project, I'd fantasized about how it would all end. In some ways, I deluded myself into thinking I'd achieved some high level of consciousness simply by completing the task. And I know that sounds ridiculous, but that unknown but lofty outcome was like dangling a carrot on a stick. It kept me pushing forward. I recently read an article on Medium that articulated this concept really beautifully, and I quote, This skill of picturing our future selves is fundamental for discipline, but it's also important for happiness. And the writer goes on to note that we as humans are actually terrible at picturing our future, which is one reason why we're so bad at saving money or planning for retirement. Rather than focus on that treacherous first step that we dread, focus on the outcome you anticipate. 
Someone recently told me this line of thinking is actually one of the principles in the book The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. Covey says, begin with the end in mind. So going back to my running or walking example, getting off the couch and going for a four-mile walk may sound dull now, but you know that when you're done, you'll feel refreshed and exhilarated. Thinking of your photography project, what are some of the outcomes you'd like to see? Just the satisfaction of knowing that you stuck with it to the end might be enough. But envision the depth of the body of work you're going to produce. Think about how you'll grow as a creator and artist. Second takeaway, you have to establish rules for yourself. What camera will you use? Maybe you do the whole thing on a smartphone. Maybe you shoot film. What are you going to shoot? Do you have an overarching concept or theme that runs through your work? If not, consider a theme that's broad enough to sustain a year of shooting. Maybe your theme lasts for a week and you move on to another one the next week. We'll talk more about themes in a future episode, but start thinking about it now as it will ultimately define the directions your project takes. Also, how are you going to hold yourself accountable with a website or a blog or maybe a daily Instagram post? If the thought of a photo every day is too intimidating, scale back. Maybe try a photo 52 and focus on getting one great shot each week. Set up rules for yourself and let them guide you, but don't feel like you're so bound to them that you can't veer off from time to time. Remember, this is ultimately supposed to be fun and bring you happiness. Don't forget to set your start date and use the time leading up to your first day of shooting to plan. Make a list of as many shots as you could think of. Trust me on this, you'll need it later. I officially began my photo-a-day project on the late afternoon of July 1, a sweltering summer day. The shots came easily as I'd selected several locations in advance. I thought, hey, this isn't so bad. This was a great idea. The euphoria lasted about 24 hours. The actual gravity of what I'd started would finally hit me about three days later when I found myself on the verge of a panic attack during a lunch break as I was desperately driving around looking for something, anything worth shooting. But that's a story for the next episode. Folks, thanks for listening to this first episode of the Photo 365 podcast. If you'd like to see photos from my Photo A Day project, they're all posted over at my website, ahayworth.com. You can hit the podcast link in the top menu, and you can find show notes and the transcription of the episode as well. If you enjoyed it, please tell your friends. Give us a nice rating wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to contact me with any questions or just say hello. You can support the show at buymeacoffee.com slash photo365. That keeps me caffeinated, and it really helps me out. Keep shooting, and we'll see you next time.